with commercials intact, including tobacco ads. In airing these programs, the Sorensen Media Group does not promote smoking or tobacco use in any form. We hope you enjoy these radio classics as much as we enjoy bringing them to you. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Vet Talk or News Talk K57. My name is Sean Watson. I'm a member of the VFW. And it's me, Johnny Atulai Titan, on Military Order Purple Heart. And this is Tom Dublin. I'm one of the members of Military Purple Heart in Guam. Taking care of us in the booth, we have Jana. Welcome, Jana. We're glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. Good evening. All right, <laughs> uh, all right let's go ahead and start off with some uh, announcements. Uh, Johnny, what do you have? Uh couple of uh, ones, uh, Jean, Jean Cordera, she's leaving. Miss Bisco Lee, who's a big uh, stand-up for Tom Devlin down at the uh, legislature, and she's going to take over the public defender's office, and she's always presentable, presented at the um, commission meetings and any other military activities that we always have. We're going to miss you, dear. And one more, Johnny Conception, GY671, The Wave for Suicides, Friday at 4 p.m. 4.30. Oh, 4.30 along, that's tomorrow time. <laughs> that, along the, the Marine Drive from uh, Chief Kapua Park to Adeloupe. And uh, surprisingly enough, I heard the figures over the this past couple days at 12 veterans commit suicide every day in America, including Guam. So hopefully this will raise the flag about it. Right. Tom? I have no announcements. Okay, I do. I have a couple, okay. actually. All right. We're ready. Uh, the, the Vet Commission is meeting this Friday. That's at, what, 3 o'clock? Right. Yes. And I believe that's going to be at the... Adeloupe. Large Conference Room. Okay, cool. They're back in Adeloupe. Yes. I like that. Um, let's see, you got the wave already. Uh, Pup 1013, Military Order of the Cooties. They will be scratching, having their little get-together this Saturday, 2 o'clock, and that's going to be at Nook's Nook. At Nook's. Right. I got to tell you this. I had, a, I, had a, I had a thing with the cooties. These guys ran through my backyard. They came, made a trail up to Teason. And they were wearing dresses and, and these high heels. Okay, that's not cooties. What was that? That's the, the hashers. 
Oh, I thought it was cooties. No. Uh, anyway, it was one of those groups, and they scared the they scared the bejesus out of me because they came running up the hill wearing dreads. I said, "These are dudes, man." Those those, those are hashers. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, sorry. that's what, a whole what? different group. Okay. Let me. Can I ask a stupid question? What's on stop? What are hashers? Hashers you know? are are runners with a drinking problem, basically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, they were carrying okay. drinks. All right. I, okay, you explained it to me. Right? Isn't that what that is? I have no idea. That can't be real. No, no. They 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 do. They actually they they lay out a a trail. Uh-huh. They run through it, and they have special markings. It's either stop and say hello at a certain place, or stop and have a drink. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a running group actually. This sounds fun, and the fact that you said it's a drinking problem, I feel offended. <laughs> <laughs> but the dudes were wearing they were wearing dresses and and they had high heels, but they knocked off the heels, and they were running like I said. This, uh, uh, now I have a drinking problem. <laughs> I, I can I can do one of the two, I, I, but I'm not gonna say which one it is. Anyway. Okay. But no, cooties, uh, actually, uh, for, for the most part, I don't think you could find a cootie that could run. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the 100 degree side of the VFW for starters. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, you know, most of us have a, an ailment. I'm not saying that all cooties cannot run. Some can. Yay. Uh, not this guy. Me neither. I, I can't run from here to the door. <laughs> there was a table in the way. I can swim. <clears throat> <laughs> Okay, we're still on announcements. Uh, see, am I missing anything? Da, 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 ba, ba, da, the wave. Uh, hopefully, uh, uh, John Conception from Got Your 671 will call in mm-hmm. and give us, because I have some questions for him on okay. this, since it is, I told him last week I was I have questions for him. Mm-hmm. Please call in. Uh, so if you want to call in and be part of the show, our phone number is 477-5757. Uh, we're on the radio dial on AM 570 FM. 96.5. I believe we're broadcasting video on Facebook. News Talk K57 uh, is the how to get to us on Facebook. Uh, we're also on uh, PNC Guam, K57.com. And uh, I'm probably missing something, but that's okay. Channel 2. I see TV, Weather, weather Channel on the TV, both uh, Docomo and GTA. See, I still, I still got my cheat sheet from when you were missing that day. <laughs> well, you be sure to hang on to that. You may need it again. So I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we had uh, we had a couple phone calls last week. I'd like to cover. <clears throat> One was uh, who was that that called in? Uh, uh, was it Joe? I think. Anyway, uh, he was talking about getting access to Big Navy and Anderson using a VA card. Mm-hmm. I actually talked with the the public affairs office today, and yes, you do have to visit both visiting centers in order to gain access. Mm-hmm. So, the visiting center outside Big Navy to get onto Navy Base, and the visitor center or pass an ID, whatever they're calling it, at Anderson, you have to go there to get the access to Anderson. Wow. Uh, I, I was under the assumption. I, I thought that too, but uh, like I said, the the public affairs office today. I was on the phone with them for 15 minutes. Uh, definitely said no. You have to visit both of them. Okay, I, I, you know, I'm I stand corrected. I mean, but you know, like a lot of the veterans out there that have the um, the white card, mm-hmm. 
they, I think they, we all assumed that they would have access as long as they produced that white card at security mm-hmm. check. I guess we were all wrong. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, and I didn't ask why that was. Right. Yeah. Uh, but you know, as as we all know, sitting in this room and a lot of people that are listening mm-hmm. to us, uh, that. Uh, the base commander has mm-hmm. the right to restrict access to his base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe something happened. I, I, I don't. I, I, I don't and I'm not going to speculate. No. But no, but we have a phone call before I go into the other okay. information oh, that okay. I wanted to go into. Uh, good evening and welcome to Vet Talk. You're on the air. Uh, good evening. I uh, you know I happen to listen to you, and it's so interesting because. Uh, part of our program is uh, suicide awareness, mm-hmm. and we do we do some uh, first aid of suicide intervention. Right. First off, and, who am I talking to? And and I, what I heard was there was uh, one veteran that that completes suicide every day. Is that correct? Did I hear right? No, actually, uh, it was said that we that twelve veterans a day commit wow. suicide and, and that, that's encompassing uh, veterans on Guam as well mm-hmm. oh, not, not saying that okay. there's 12 that on Guam so but 12 across the states oh okay so um, the last time we had one suicide on Guam every six days mm. that that happened uh, that was uh, July when when COVID started uh-huh. so there's a lot of people that are that are um, uh, suffering from attempted suicide or completed suicide. What I wanted to share too is we are from Rainbow Soul Children Guam. I am not so sure if you have heard about our program, but we have been in Guam for 37 years and we have children that are going through life altering crisis. Let's say if the mother or the father got divorced, there's death, uh, there's uh, military deployment or kids are going through um, some kind of loss mm-hmm. and suicide has really impacted uh, the children on Guam. So what is our event all about? We're doing, this year, we're doing a virtual run and um, it has started since March 16, uh, March 13, but there's still time to participate with us. Uh, from March, uh, I think up to March 26. I mean, it's almost there, but it's not too late. That's two and days. you can register at Goodies for $20. And then uh, for this year, we're going to give a commemorative medallion. Uh, uh, what, what do we, uh, why are we doing this? It's because we, as a group, we don't get any local or federal funding and we are not for profit. Uh, we are 501c3 uh, organization. So I know Arlene, Ada, and Roland, and I know that they're going to do the wave. They had shared with me. So I think Roland is a better one to Ada. Yeah. So um, Charge it's so interesting. I wish I could, I could, you know, I could hear more from the group, and I would be willing to uh, help out if there is some crisis or suicide or how do we help the victims or the survivors of suicide that is part of what we do it's called life works guam 
So I hope you can encourage your your veterans to join us. What was that? What was that last group that you just said? Uh, Which one? The I got the rainbow for our children. What was the other? uh, Life Works Guam. Life Works. It's a company. Life Works. You know, it just says Life Works Guam. That means that we focus on suicide awareness, Mm -hmm. prevention, intervention, and postvention education. Okay, so, Marie. Um, we do like first aid to suicide training and all, all the stuff that we think Guam really needs because there's so much. Hey, Marie. Marie. Need. Marie. Uh, yes, do, do you have? Yes, sir. Wow. <laughs> oh, what well, caught me off guard there? Uh, do you have a contact number so uh, so people can get in contact with you? Of course, of course. What would that be? Um, my email address is rainbows with two Bs at yahoo.com or my phone number is 632-0257. Uh, if you know Roland, Roland is very familiar with our program. Roland and, as in Roro? Uh, Roland Ada. They just got married. Oh, congratulations. So, yeah. Right. And I also know a little bit about the hash. They do drink a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Marie. So, uh, thank you very much. My husband used to do that, but he doesn't do it anymore. All right. Thank you for your phone call. Uh, we'll be sure to put this information out for you. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. All right. You have a good night. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. And we have Dan online too. How you doing tonight, Dan? Hey, Sean. How you doing? How you guys doing up there? We're doing great. How you been? It's been a while. Oh. Uh, you know, just kind of taking it easy. Uh, got a couple, two or three things to uh, put out, if I may. Sure, go right ahead. Okay, and the first one is start. Everything is on the 26th here. Okay. Uh, 26th, uh, this coming Friday, G Guam Veterans Commission meeting. Mm-hmm. Already put that out. Uh, we'll be at 1500 at uh, the governor's large conference room. Yep. So we're putting out the invites to. You know, folks that, uh, especially the uh, veterans commanders, do they want to join us? Come on in and pitch in. Yep, we, we announced that. Okay, you did. Yep. Well, you beat me to the rap already. Yeah. What else okay, you got? How about the uh, suicide uh, wave that's going on on the twenty yes. at four thirty? That's done. Yes. <laughs> okay. Down to my favorite peef. <laughs> okay. VVA meeting on the 26th, uh, Vietnam Veterans of America, Chapter 668. Uh, We have a special meeting at uh, 1900. That's uh, 7 p.m. up at the Coban. Uh, We're still on P-Core 3, and we'd like to have everybody to come personally prepared by wearing masks and be desanitized and sign in. That's Friday? That's Friday. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any questions for me in regards to anything? Memorial Day or stuff like that? Not at the moment. Okay, if you do, give me a call. Will do. I got you I got you on speed dial. Okay. All right. So that's it. I'll leave you guys. You're doing a good job. Thank you, and I'll spend the rest of the night listening in. All right, Dan. Yeah, be sure. I got some more announcements that uh I don't have dates on it yet, but something that you might want to hear about. Okay. All right. Thank you, you, Sean. All right, Dan. It's good hearing from you. All right, buddy. Yeah. Bye-bye.
And uh, another phone call. We're just phone calls this hour. Wow. We're cooking. Yeah, we have Average Joe. How you doing tonight? Welcome to Vet Talk. Yeah, thanks. So my question is, what do veterans need uh, uh, to convince them not to commit suicide here in Guam? That's a good question because each one's different. I mean, each each suicide is is a very very personal uh, personal thing, uh, and what 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 do they need? I I that's that that's a hard question, really. And I'm looking at uh, both Johnny and and Tom, and they're 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 looking back at me like, yeah. Uh, uh, one they they need somebody to be able to talk to, which there is a suicide prevention hotline, and unfortunately, I did not bring that number in with me tonight. Mm. I might so, get it so during the break. There should be like a wish list of people uh, that people can can uh, uh, develop as to what they what everyone thinks is uh, what could be helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to the hotline and you know having someone to talk to, uh, and you know, hopefully we can get those numbers lower and lower uh, uh, for veterans and everyone. Uh, I, I take it that this uh, lockdowns don't help very much. People start getting cabin fever. Right, and we and, talked uh, about that so, last week. Sorry, we talked about that last week about uh, the pandemic and how that's not help helping with uh, not just veteran suicides but suicides in general. Yeah, yeah. By, by the way, uh, I heard that there's a new strain. There's some new strains that we ought to be worried about. Uh, that um, what they're getting testing now for that, or or the, what's, what's the new? What's, what's the latest you've heard? Oh, okay. Uh, you're going to COVID now, huh? I apologize. Uh, yeah, there's there's a there's a couple there's a couple. That'd be good for today. I'll just keep listening, but yeah, I just want to. Yeah. The the latest one that they said that's on Guam, which is one I hadn't even heard of, is the California variant of the COVID nineteen, and uh, we were talking about this at work, I think, yesterday, and the the ones that tested positive for that particular variant was actually tests that were done back in January, so two months ago. Uh, uh, so is, is it still on island? Uh, they say it's, uh, it's more contagious than the, the regular strain of COVID-19, uh, but I, 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 that's about all the information I have on that. Okay. All right, thanks a lot. appreciate it. Uh, just keep listening. Take care. All right, take care, Average, average Joe. Right, uh, and let's just stay on the phone lines. There you go. Uh, we, we'll cover all of our other information later. Yeah. Uh, we have John Conception on the... There you go. A.K.A. Karen. Yeah, that's for Mr. Uh, Titan over there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the wave. Okay. Uh, it's still go for 1630 Chikapua Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, six feet social distance, distance across the... Hopefully to reach Adelaide. We'll see. This is one of many that we're going to do probably uh, every every month. But um, just to recap, on uh, there's there's an average between 18 to 22 veterans a day that commit suicide nationwide. Mm-hmm. And uh, to answer the the question uh, that guy asked, uh, average Joe, uh-huh. I think it was average Joe. Uh, what does someone need? I mean, shoot, I think you answered that correctly. Uh, everyone's different. Mm-hmm. But if they have um, someone to talk to, really, um, there's, resource, there's a lot of resources out there. Do you have the uh, phone number for the, the suicide prevention hotline? Yeah, it's uh, 1-800-273-8255. Okay. 
and then you're going to press 1. Repeat that again, please. 1-800-273-8255. And then you're going to be prompted to press 1. It's not, so what happens not for with English, that national is it? hotline is they, they uh, direct your call to the, the Guam office as well. It gets sent down the chain, so you eventually um, get some sort of help from the VA. Now, there's also the Guam the Guam hotline, the crisis hotline is uh, 647-8833. So those are really available. I mean, if, if you just need someone to talk to or, or get pointed in the right direction, these folks can, uh, can help. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. I was I was taking care of some technical difficulties there. Uh, what? Why are you because uh, 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 you were listening. I was taking care I of something else. I was writing and listening because uh. it's very important stuff. Because even even locally, because of this pandemic, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. there's so much disparity, depression, anxiety as to what's going to happen tomorrow. We still have an excess, 30-some thousand people on this small island without any monies, without any avenues. And, and the way the government's going around, they're, they're fighting about distribution of this. Right. Okay, hey, John, let's talk about the wave. I have some questions for you. Okay. All right, uh, this thing's starting at, at 1630 on Friday. Uh, right. Are, do you want any? Do you are you having a uh, central spot to meet, or you just want people to go find a spot between the two areas to set up? Right. So, um, yeah, it's pretty much fill in the blanks uh, as we go along. I'm 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 gonna be down there on Friday morning to to do some taping off. Um, hopefully, you know everyone follows that. I mean, uh, I would like to see everyone practicing all the COVID protocols. Mm -hmm. uh, there will be a. Um, contact tracing available um i mean if you want to register or get your shirts there will be shirts down there i i do not know at this moment where exactly they're going to be at but we'll make some noise so you can hear and get your free shirt as well um yeah i mean right. it's pretty much big boy big girl rules <laughs> okay and uh this is going from 4 30 until what time uh we're going to try it at 4 30 5 30. 4 30 yeah. to 5 30. Yeah. uh it, it, is your group providing water? Is there going to be water available for people standing out there in the hot sun? Uh, there's there's going to be some water going around. Um, again, you know, I, like I, I, I put out, uh, just bring your mask, bring your water. Um, but we will have some water there as well. An umbrella, something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uncle Johnny, your face looks really serious. Are you planning on going? No, I got a serious question for oh, Johnny. I was going to say, Go can ahead. you get me a T-shirt? <laughs> You want a t-shirt? I'll get you a t-shirt, baby. <laughs> Come on down and wave. I work that day. I'm actually thinking of it. I love the awareness you guys are bringing, by the way. Right. John, you have a question. Thank you. Thank Johnny. You have yeah, I, I got a question for you, Johnny. It was brought up at, sure. uh, at the wife's uh, birthday gathering by my... Uh, I got four grandsons in the military. And I, and I was mentioning to them the GY671 in regards to their joining up and stuff and what i gather is that ever since that incident with the delegate that happened last week uh in washington they're they're very leery if not objectionable 
to the troops joining any kind of a VFW service or GYFL, is there any restrictions on you as as far as you've heard anything? No, I mean, um, shoot, I mean, you can even come down in uniform if you want. I mean, we're not protesting; we're just giving out a, an awareness uh, slash prevention, uh, just to reach out to those brothers and sisters that are having a hard time coping with everything. You know, with with what they with the depression, anxiety, or even with the COVID. You know, it's. Uh, my, my therapist told me not to isolate, and then all of a sudden I have to isolate. So it plays a toll on people, you know. So we just want to uh, show presence, show force, uh, fly your VFW uh, banners proudly when your flag, fly your MOPH uh, flag. Roger that. Yeah, American Legion, fly it, fly whatever whatever organization you're with, you know, TOGI, National Guard, uh, um, Guam Hong, it don't matter. It's just that the, the point we're trying to get across is there's people there to talk to uh, always. And everywhere on Guam, so and there's a lot of resources available too. So, I mean, it's just a simple phone call. I mean, I use the I use the number uh, quite a few times. Uh, I, I recently just called it just to see if it's still work up up and running and and how uh, proficient it is. So, uh-huh. uh, I, I have a lot of good faith in these numbers. It's just a matter of picking it up and calling. I mean, even if you don't call those numbers, you got battle buddies to call. Mm-hmm. Too easy. Okay, in regards in regards to joining GY six seven one, does this does this uh, does this apply? Is there any uh, restrictions to active duty uh, weekend warriors? What do they call them now? National Guardsmen, right? Troops definitely not. Definitely not. If you raise your right hand to to defend the Constitution, you're you're already eligible to be a member. Um, even if you're just a supporter, man. I mean. I mean, we have no restrictions. I mean, the more the merrier. You know, it, it, it's a veteran community, a, a spouse and child, a nonprofit organization that caters to even supporters. Man, I mean, we were trying to get the main goal is to get the whole community involved and assist in any way we can for the for for you know for our brothers and sisters that serve and their families. Roger that. And there's no there's no membership fee. I mean, you already paid your dues with raising your hand, but. Um, down the line, you know, I mean, I, I, I know the sustainability and all that, but I, I'm, I have faith in the community and we're going to pull uh, things together. Okay, and just the caveat on that, uh, is there a, uh, a Facebook or something they can go to, to join? Yes, absolutely. Uh, for Facebook is GY671, you see our logo there. And uh, on Instagram, it's all spelled out, got your 671. Okay, there you go. Uh, all right, and we, we're almost up against the top of the hour. Uh, you want to put a final plug in for your wave on Saturday or Friday? Uh, you know, just uh, the more the merrier. I mean, it doesn't matter wh- who you are, where you're at. Uh, it don't matter if you're, uh, what, is, what are they called, Democrats or Republicans? It don't matter. <laughs> we're, all, we're, all, we're all doing this for the same reason, and, and I expect everyone to at least show some support because there is a veteran in every family here in Guam. So. Yeah, and I just want to caveat on everyone. Yeah, th- this is not a political movement for for any no, awareness. That no. This is strictly oh, for veteran not. suicide yeah, yeah. awareness. Suicide awareness. All right. Right. All right, John, I appreciate you calling in. All right, thanks. All right, thanks, you, Johnny. You got my number or anything. All right, thank you. All right, take it easy. Right. And with that, we are up against the top of the hour. Uh, We have a lot more information that we need to get to, but we do have to break for the CBS News. This is Vet Talk on News Talk K57. We'll see you after the news. KGUM AM, Hagatnya Guam.
is News Talk K57. Anytime, anywhere. Your talk, your station, News Talk K57. The views expressed on this show belong to the show host, guests, and callers and do not represent Sorensen Media Group in any way, shape, or form. This show serves in the public's interest and SMG reserves the right to maintain control of the show as to keep within the guidelines of the FCC. If you have any comments or complaints, you can contact SMG. At SMG, we strive to present the best product we can. We value your opinion and we thank you so much for listening and tuning in to News Talk K57. Hi, I'm Wallace the World Roberto, also known as the Mass Man with Premier Properties Management. Are you in financial trouble? I buy, sell, on and off island houses, condos, or land. Call me at 649-5363. Call my friend, Trader Horn, Monday to Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. to buy, sell, or trade just about everything else. Trader Horn, brought to you by me, Wallace the World Roberto, only here on News Talk K57. Discover what you've been needing. Your talk, your station, News Talk K57. I've been on a low, I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. It feel like my life ain't mine. Who can relate? I've been on a low, I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. It feel like my life ain't mine I don't wanna be alive I don't wanna be alive I just wanna die today I just wanna die I don't wanna be alive I don't wanna be alive I just wanna die Now let me tell you why All this other shit I'm talking about They think they know it I've been praying for somebody to save me No one's heroic And my life don't even matter I know it, I know it, I know I'm hurting deep down But can't show it I never had a place to call my own I never had a home Ain't nobody calling Good evening and welcome back to Vet Talk on News Talk K57 My name is Sean Watson, member of the VFW Johnny and Tulai Titan, member of the Military Order Purple Heart and Tom Devil, I'm one of the members of the Military Purple Heart on Guam and in the booth taking care of us, we have Jonna. Good evening. You're giving me a face like you're mad that I chose that song. What in the world was but that? FYI, it's a suicide awareness song. It actually has the hotline in the lyrics. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I, I, Good I, on you, girl. Right. Good on I you. felt like it just the mood. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know He's what that was. He's looking at me like. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I want to stay on the suicide awareness thing for just one second. Uh, the VFW has a thing uh, that says know the five signs uh, and the five signs is uh, not feeling like yourself or if you notice somebody's not acting like themselves uh, feeling agitated they're starting to withdraw from other people uh, they stop caring for themselves uh, and the feeling of hopelessness is the five signs. Where'd you learn that? <gasps> That's so cool. There's also there's also a website that goes along with this. It's called uh, changedirection.org. <clears throat> you can go out to that and get some more information. 
All right. Uh, take care of some housekeeping real quick. If, if you want to call in and be a part of our show, our phone number is 477-5757. Uh, again, we're on uh, 570 AM, 96.5 FM. Uh, Facebook is Newstalk K57, PNCGuam.com, K57.com. And something I don't, I've been leaving out lately. Channel 2. <laughs> I, leave, channel? I always leave the TV out. <laughs> I got it written that, down. Yeah. That is uh, audio and video. So if you want to see yeah. what Johnny looks like, no, 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 go out to those. Uh, those we're streaming audio and video on there. Uh, but what I was going to say is uh, the K57 app for your iPhone or your Android. You can download that and listen to uh, the audio portion of it. That has video as well. Does it? Does it video now? Yes. Oh. It has our live stream on it. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I actually looked at it. Yeah. There you go. I've been corrected. I wouldn't know anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you do not. Do you Tom, have a TV? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Just Tom, check, you can't even operate it. a kiosk. Here we go. That's, <laughs> That's 100%. Here we go. True. How long has it been since I nailed you on the kiosk? It's been a while. Just before the pandemic. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh, Wow, it's been that long? Yes. It's been over a year? Yes. I haven't been to the Seabock Clinic in wow. over a year. Physically That's been to crazy. the clinic in over a year. That means you're healthy, so be happy. Clap. <laughs> All right, All right, let's get back to the show. I even had a prostate examination. Oh, hello. Well, I didn't need to hear that. I was going to say, oh, Sean, oh I think we need God. a disclaimer for this one. That's what I usually say. Oh, my God. Hey, turn their microphones off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I need a heads up for this. Since I don't have any, you know, headphones, I have to do what I have to do. Uh, Why don't you oh, have wow. I, I, I asked you if yeah, you I mean, had the phone. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah, asking you, me. You, I don't know. I, you didn't even hear anything any of the Nothing. phone calls had to say. Wow. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I thought you That's had That's okay. A, I understand. You're That's just sitting over there going, doop, doop, doop. <laughs> Why are you trying to get in trouble? How come you don't have any headphones? Don't get don't, me in trouble. Oh, I'm sorry, John. All right. Yeah. We're going to get back. mine. Uh, we're going to get back to the show here. Okay. okay. Uh, There's a vice president when you need him. You know what I mean? What's he doing? Home? He has his headset. Well, give me my headset. Kyle Mandapat. I don't have a headset. I want a new headset. Uh-oh. Like the chairs. Uh-oh. And I ain't even getting... Take care of your people, Kyle, or I'm going to come after you. Right. We're, we're going to go on with the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. And I'm not agitated either. You're, you're something all right. You're on a roll, Bobo. Let me... I'm glad the audience can't hear you when we're not right. on the air. Again, well, that's I, the best. That's a show. During commercial break, ladies and gentlemen, the best show is when we're on commercial break. People can only hear what we say. I don't know if they want to. Uh, well, oh, yes, they do. So, they so, sometimes they can't go out over the air. That's true. <laughs> true be that. One time, I'll, I'll tell a story if I may. Go ahead. Go ahead. We thought it was, it was a 7 o'clock break. Well, the engineer at the time <laughs> didn't shut us off. Oh, boy. Well, that's not what happened, oh, boy, the following day. I bet. I, I, a lot of, the FCC. A lot, and... a lot of political leaders <laughs> oh, no. were surprised. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. I, um. They blamed it all on art. Uh, that was a while ago. Yeah, that was about five, six years ago. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And we didn't, and the lights were working, and we just didn't. Didn't look up at it. Didn't even look up at it. Uh, we just assumed, okay. Wow. I could tell you stories. I'm surprised they have a license. <laughs> I, bet. I, really well, that I, I know some of the conversations that we have, and I know if those were broadcast, we probably wouldn't have a license. Jeremy, we had Jeremy one time, and uh, he almost passed out on the chair. <laughs> what went out? 
I said, don't you have a mute button? And he said, no, mute. You don't have a... And then, there's a volume button. I know there's a volume button in there. It's too late. And then I said, you want me to repeat that? I repeated the same thing twice. <laughs> Poor guy. I thought he was going to die. I really uh, did. Okay. Um, as I said earlier, I, I, I talked to the uh, public affairs office for Joint Region Marianas, uh, Emerald Minoni's office. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, that was that was a good fifteen minute phone call I had with them today. Mm. Uh, the Admiral is wanting to host uh, a couple meetings. We're going to do one up north, one down south. We're still working out the details on this, mm-hmm. uh, but it's going it's going to be two small groups. Um, like I said, uh, the the Dayton locations we're still working on, uh, but we're, we're going to reach out to the veterans organizations. We're looking for uh, the leaders of the organizations. Uh, and depending on the, the responses we get when we finally are able to reach out and contact them uh, will depend on if we can add more people to that. Uh, again, it, this isn't going to be about VA because this the, it's Joint Region Marianas Commander, Admiral Manoni. <clears throat> but he's wanting to uh, continue his transparency uh, and get information out to the different groups so if uh, you your group has something that you want to ask the admiral, uh, pass it up to to your leaders, or choose somebody to come represent your group. Uh, and most likely, I'll be the one sending the email out to these people. Uh, if I don't have your email and you know me, be sure you contact me. Uh, but we're looking somewhere at about two, three, four weeks from now. Hmm. So. Uh, more information to follow. Uh, I think uh, I think the admiral's going to come on to the show or call in prior to that uh, to give some more information about what we're actually looking to do here or what he's actually looking to do. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to try to help facilitate this a little bit. Well, you know, I, I I got a I got a little piece of paper from Tom this afternoon, and uh, in regards to veterans, especially homeless and uh, at-risk homeless veterans. They had a, they had a, they had a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Come on. They had a a gathering at the Ladera Towers on Monday at 1400. And it was a get, it was an invitation at the request of Guam Veterans Commission Chairman Joe San Augustine and to see firsthand the development and progress of the homeless and at-risk homeless programs for veterans. And it was hosted by Western Pacific Veterans Community Foundation. And that was last Monday. And if anybody that had attended to that, I, I, I had no uh, idea what was going on. If you can call into the show and let us know what your feelings in regards to what you saw and what you felt was uh, good or bad or what, uh, we'd like to hear from you. And uh, this was this was put, the notice was put out by the, um, by the uh, veterans office down in uh, Assen. So if any of you guys attended it, and then there's a listing of all that were invited, and uh, maybe somebody can give us some heads up on it. Okay, um, good information. Uh, we had another phone call last week. Uh, Ray called in about uh, HR Bill 914 in the U.S. House. Uh, 
uh, I told him I would look that up. Uh, he offered to send it to us, and I'm like, no, I can look it up. I, I did look it up. Uh, it is, it, it's not a very long bill. Uh, it, I think it's about four or five pages. Mm -hmm. uh, what that bill is looking to do is uh, ensure that veterans that are in the VA system uh, get dental care. As I was reading through it, uh, it it's a four-year process to implement this bill. Okay. The If it passes... Of course, it has to pass the House, then go to the Senate, get passed, then the president had to sign it for it to go into effect. Mm -hmm. uh, what this does is the first year, anybody that is getting dental care right now from uh, Veterans Affairs would continue to get that. Mm -hmm. A year later, they'll add to it, and that would be uh, people that have a Purple Heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, people uh, that are, I think, 50% rated and above. Mm -hmm. It'll wait another year, and I think it drops down to 20 to 30%. So I'm, I'm having a hard time breathing tonight. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a new mask. <laughs> um, the next one would be uh, everybody except for people that are just, the, the, let's see, the third year, it goes down to if you're rated 0% or higher. And yes, there is a 0% rating. The last year is everybody else that's in the, the VA system. You you don't have a service-disabled, uh, uh, service-connected disability. Uh, you're just using VA for health care. Mm -hmm. uh, that well, would be good. the fourth year. It shows year. that they're advancing they're advancing uh, well, the, thing the benefits. Is, the thing is with this, this is the fourth time that I, I saw in the research I was doing for this that they've tried to pass this, and it's never passed either side of the... The, the House or Senate? The House or the Senate. Mm. Uh, not even from introduction, because there's been House bills, there's been Senate bills for the same thing. I didn't read what if, if they were worded different or what was going on, but this has been referred to the the VA committee in the house. So Ray, if you're listening, uh, I, I think it's a good program, but that's what I found out on it. Uh, I, I guess I just don't know uh, if, if it'll pass this time. It'd be great if it does because healthcare, as Tom and I have discussed on this show several, several times, is very, very important for overall health. I mean, I hate to say it, but your mouth has a lot of germs in it. And if you have dental problems, it can get into your bloodstream easier and cause all kinds of problems. So with that, um, no phone calls. Wow. All right. Um, last week I was Tom, talking. Tom's raising Go ahead, Tom. Uh, since you're on uh, Congress. Sure. <laughs> no, no, I think John has it. Well, I have it. I don't know if you have it in your folders. Uh, H.R. 1276. Yes. Save Lives Act. Do you have that? I do. Oh, okay. Uh, what, what, what he was talking about is uh, H.R. Uh, Bill 1276. Uh, this has passed, right? Yes. Okay. I thought so. Both houses, yes. Yeah. Uh, and the, it's been signed by the president, I believe. Well, it's... We so may be waiting for signature. It's going for... It's going yeah. for signature. Right. Yes. What this is is Department of Veterans Affairs... Uh, Veterans and Caregivers COVID-19 Immunizations Now Expanded Act of 2021 or the VA Vaccine Act of 2021. 
right? What this does is this allows the Veterans Affairs VA to give the vaccine to an expanded amount of people instead of just the the people that have a disability rating, I believe. All right. Uh, the new under this bill covered individuals are veterans who are not eligible to enroll in the VA healthcare system, specific veterans who are eligible for hospital care, medical services, and nursing home care abroad. Well, my brothers over there in the Philippines and the in Thailand that are listening. There you go. Uh, and the next one is family caregivers who are approved as providers of personal care services for veterans under the VA program of comprehensive assistance for family caregivers. <clears throat> Next group, <laughs> I can't breathe. Uh, caregivers of veterans participating in the VA uh, program of general caregiver support services. And the last group is caregivers of veterans participating in the VA medical foster home program bowel and bladder program, home-based primary care program, or the veteran-directed care program. Yeah, Tom and I were talking about this prior to the show, and he was exclusively getting, saying that the CBOX should be giving out um, these vaccines. But because we're all conglomerated as a territory, and we've gone through the age groups, you know, like they started out with 70 and above and 76. We're now down to teens. So that pretty yeah, much... 16 and above. 16 and above. So that pretty much says how much the island's been vaccinated. And uh, it's, I guess, I don't know. They have a lot of extra the, vaccines. The latest numbers I saw on the total total vaccinations, mm -hmm. uh, meaning completely vaccinated people, mm -hmm. was at uh, I think just over thirty thousand people yeah, well, that John, are fully vaccinated. John is right, but my point is, Veterans Administration guarantees veterans medical care to certain specific veterans mm -hmm. to the day they die, and that's not care when it's convenient for them. When they have to, you know, not do what they're supposed to do. The CBOC clinic on Guam at any given time only handles about 3,500 veterans at any given year, roughly 3,500. And I, one of the two you asked the Admiral, do you have room at the, at the Navy hospital for freezer capacity for veterans on Guam for vaccines? The Admiral said yes. Mm -hmm. You guys told me the Admiral said yes. My thing is when Something like this happens again. I think the VA, in particular, has got to step up for the South Pacific Island people that are veterans, regardless of whether they're on Guam, American Samoa, the Philippines. Because I, this is just me personally. I think they dropped the ball. And I expect better from them. I expect better from this president. And I expect a lot better from the person that he appointed into that position. But that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. I'm, I haven't changed my opinion. You both know I. there are certain things I'm willing to negotiate. There are certain other things I won't do it. I just won't change my mind. Mm -hmm. Because we promised. We were promised certain things. But not even for us. We're in our 70s. It's for the younger veterans. Will the VA void that promise that they promised them now? 30, 40 years from now. 
So I, I feel it's our job to advocate and to push the VA to do it always a better job, a better job, a better job. And this, in my opinion, they have failed the veterans on Guam and in South Pacific <coughs> with respect to giving them the vaccine. If there's no vaccine, you can't give them what they don't have, but there is a supply of vaccine. Right. And that's the key. And you can't, no one can tell me that the VA CBOC doesn't have doctors, doesn't have technicians and nurses to give a needle. If into, they could give the flu shot, they could give the right, COVID-19 even in the, par even in the parking lot. Like, we, I got the flu shot in the parking lot. I have right. no problem with that. But the flu shot was there. He said, yes, you want it? Okay, fine. Boom. I got it in the car in the parking lot. But I personally feel very strongly about this. I feel the VA in Washington, not the CBOC clinic, the VA, the, the people who do the policy, has dropped the ball for the people of the South Pacific, the veterans of the South Pacific, regardless of where they reside. But that's just the way I feel. People and I acknowledge your opinion, Mr. Tom Devlin. But the thing of it is, it's all, we're, we're all cupped in a, this little thing called Guam. And the availability, that's why I, I stood my ground and I said, I'm not going to get my shot until my neighbor gets his shot. Because I was attached to a group of very signified and dignified gentlemen that we had a brotherhood. And up to this time, I'm waiting for my neighbor to get his shot. And I'll give up my shot for my neighbor. Oh, did you catch that? Did you, did you catch that, Jonna? <laughs> You're not listening. She's, she's, on, the she's phone. on the phone. She's not listening oh. to you, John. But John, I'm listening to you. Well, well, wasn't didn't that sound kind of good? Yeah, it sounded terrific. Okay. But I still stand by my statement. Yes, I and, and I, I understand it. And and jo and John and Sean, myself, we can agree to disagree. We we've may done see it things. We've done it before. Mm-hmm. And that's not, if you disagree, there's nothing wrong in that. Mm. I miss what you guys are saying, but yes, I am aware you guys are talking about me. No, we weren't. No, no we weren't Not talking about you. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, Sean wasn't talking about you. No, I, I don't even know what you guys were talking about. Yeah, I that's right. Sean is probably, Sean is over there choking to death. <laughs> I don't know what's up with me tonight. Just spitting the mask. Just give it some saliva. Uh, I know what you're thinking about. All right, uh, we have a phone The ladies call. in your life. Uh, yeah, always. So, right, uh, okay. We have Dan on line one. How you doing, Dan? Hey, great, guys. I was just uh, listening to Tom <laughs> about the uh, COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, but <clears throat> I just want to ask him, can you clarify just for a particular part uh, <laughs> that he's uh, kind of like being worked on as far as... I, I guess I guess Tom is thinking that maybe the CBOC should be giving the shots? or Yes, that's exactly what he's saying. That's exactly what I'm saying because they have doctors there, they have nurses there, they have technicians. And any given year, the CBOC clinic only has, what, 3,500 patients, veteran patients, mm -hmm. that they say are in a high-risk category. Most of them are in a high-risk category. And if the, VA, if the VA in Washington can't figure this out with respect to Guam, if Hawaii can't tell Washington, you've got a CBOC clinic on Guam. They have medical personnel there trained to give out vaccines. They give out the flu vaccine. They'll do it in the parking lot. They go out there, you get your shot, you come back, whatever, you get another sh shot. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. If they can yeah. drop the ball on something like this, 
What can yeah, they drop I, the ball I, on in the future? I kind of like, uh, you know, was wondering the same thing uh, much earlier when uh, we were all waiting for the shot. Right. Uh, and we were all thinking about the same way that CBOB should be capable of uh, administering the vaccine. However, I understand, well, first of all, just a step down on the responsibility. I think what I understood was Honolulu is our region. And they're the ones that's got the percentage Mm -hmm. of vaccine for the veterans in the island. And I think what I understood from the director of VA state in Assen, that that particular allocation was sent to public health. Guam. That is why the veterans are getting their shots through the general public. But I also understand that it will, it's a learning process mm-hmm. and that a lot of our veterans, I understand, want to be special and get their shots either at Naval Hospital or the CBOT. And I think they're going to work on that the next time around, wherever that's going to be. Yeah, I think, I think uh, Dan, this is Sean. I think where the actual big disconnect is, if if the VA gave their vaccines to the public health, why weren't the veterans prioritized within that group then? I think that's the big disconnect here. Yeah. They were according to yeah. age. 76 and above and 70 and then 60. Yeah, but they didn't say veterans to the front of the line for anything. No. If, well, yeah, being pretty that, much. The elderly were taken public care of. No, the the, the veterans overall. were right. not sent to the front of the line. I got yeah, it. Well, both of them well, at I, I, understand. I understand, but it's not our ground, right? They got the vaccine, but it's not our area. That's general public. Look public who cleaned health. it up. The Army Reserve came yeah. in, Captain Stotts, and they took over the immunization with their medical teams, and the Army came through. That's who's taking care of it now. Well, we can agree to disagree, and I stand by what I said, and I'm not changing my mind. That's it. Simple as that. Well, well over, overall, overall, I think uh, it's a learning process yeah. for the general public and the veterans, and I think maybe Honolulu and further on up will make a better decision next time. Well, so, and since the, army <laughs> t- since the Army took over, nobody was interfering, and the process gets right. better every day. All right, we're, we're, okay, another thing is remember that uh, Naval Hospital facility is really not a veterans uh, facility. Correct. So I think anything that they need to, they need to be for uh, heads up if they're going to be part of the immunization program because there's going to have to be a memorandum of understanding before they, they get into action. Yeah, you know, I was, I was in a doctor's office today uh, uh, and he listens to the show, so I'm going to do a sh- quick shout-out. Hey, thanks for listening. Um, and I, we were checking in, and not that I was trying to overhear what was going on. I don't even know what the person was there for. Uh, but I heard them ask, do you want the vaccination, COVID-19 vaccination, because they were giving it out at that clinic. A lot of these clinics are able to give mm-hmm, the vaccinations mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. as well. No, because it's getting liberalized right now. I mean, everybody, what, 16 and above now can get it? So that means they're running out of uh, customers, right? That's right. (laughs) Okay, so people 78 years old like myself, I didn't have any problem at public health facility to get the shot. Mm -hmm. So, you you know, it's like the early birds get the... (laughs) Early bird gets the worm, yeah. 
So we, you know, I went up to Okudu and got the shot. And I was there early. How long were you in like line? Number 20. Oh, wow, you got there the way shot. early. Yeah. So, you know, I, I understand what you guys are saying about the vets being first, but I think that being that this uh, this particular project was handed to the states, I think they're just trying to, to the state, they're just trying to keep it low and give everybody by age yeah. All right, Dan, a fair share. Right, we, we got a couple more people online that wants to get okay. on to the topic, right. too. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. Thank All right, you. thanks thanks for the phone call, Dan. No problem. Thanks, right, Danny. Bye. Right, and we're going to go to Joe on line two. How you doing, Joe? Welcome to Vet Talk. Hey, uh, yeah, how are you guys doing? Doing great. Yeah. Having fun. Great, great, great. Hey, uh, I just wanted to know, because what I got from uh, John John there, he's basically saying he doesn't want the shot, and he'll gladly give up his spot or whatever. Yes, I think he said something like that. Yeah, so... It's still voluntary and all that, right? And do you think it's really a big concern with the veterans about who administers it? The Army's doing a great job up at the university every day. Right, I, I think, exactly. I think it's, it's more of a, a, a trust issue. I, uh, John, uh, Tom? I, I think it's more of a policy issue. If the, policy? If, a policy issue. If the federal side in Washington, not the CBOC clinic, the federal side in Washington drops the ball on this. Oh. Now, Hawaii, VA is giving out the, the vaccines. Mm -hmm. the, in the states, the Veterans Administration is giving the vaccines to veterans. They go to the, the hospital or the clinic or wherever right. you want to call it. Right. They're getting the vaccines. They, they got the, veterans hospitals right. in a lot of places. Right, sure. But why couldn't they do right. this? But they, on Guam, well, let we me don't finish. have really let, that. Let me finish. Commodity. Let me finish. If they had okay. the vaccine, if they had the supply of vaccine in Hawaii for the 3,500 patients that use the C-Block clinic, why couldn't they ship it to the C-Block clinic and the Navy hospital store it? You know, you don't use it all at one time. And as the veterans come in who want the vaccine, not everybody wants it, which is fine, and they give it to them at the C-Block clinic. That's okay. what my, my thing is. I understand that your point but my, my question is like would that make more veterans want to get the shot maybe john might want to do it if he goes to uh CBOC? i i don't know i that's a personal choice i know a lot of people that are very nervous about getting the shot and they're some are veterans some aren't veterans i think that's a personal choice and that's up to the person right i agree with you too and all I'm saying is that I hope we all just get on board and put politics aside and make our decisions and just go for it without making things complicated. Right. More right. than it is already. <laughs> yeah. See what uh, you we, started, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. guys. All right, Joe. Good show, man. All right, thanks, Joe. You have a good day. Stay safe. All right, good night. All right, bye. And we're going to go over to Fred. Fred, welcome to Vet Talk. How are you tonight? Uh, all right. Thank you, Sean. Uh, hey, this is Fred Bergali, you know, and I was listening to the conversation. Oh, hey. And, and you know, the last time on your show, it was a couple of shows back, even on Patty Roller's show, I know I heard uh, Veterans Director Tim Uggen, you know, explain to Patty, because veterans were asking, you know, and this was during a little bit prior to the election, 
because people were feeding, some people were feeding me some information, some from a reliable medical uh, doctor. Uh-huh. Uh, and, um, you know, I've been in emergency management too, you know, with the pandemic exercises and the plans. And some of them, some of them also address how the military will take their, how they'll get their, take care of their own community, how the veterans could be taken care of. And some of the issues were, why aren't veterans specifically getting the vaccine? And I, tell, I, I thought I heard, and you can play this back on your show, when Tim was on your show, and I think when Tim was on Patty Royals, that there was some issue about definition of Guam in terms of why the veterans in Guam weren't getting the vaccines. And then I heard you, Sean, you and Tom kept saying, and you were accurate when you kept saying, a logistical, we're hearing it's a logistical problem. Now, I heard the same thing, too. My source told me that someone was saying, you know, and this is from Hawaii, that Guam didn't have the refrigeration capacity for that, uh, the, for, you know, the vaccine, the, the first one, you know, that. The Pfizer had not, to be at yeah, like Pfizer, negative yeah, 60 vaccine. degrees or no, something. Yeah, the doctor was telling me the conversation going around in Hawaii is that Guam did not have the refrigeration capacity for that Pfizer vaccine. Mm-hmm. Now, I agree with Tom. That's inexcusable. Right. You know, forget about definitions. And you talk about logistics. I mean, you're going to fly ice cream for the general. <laughs> you know, you can get planes. You can you can ship uh, that Pfizer vaccine. And if, if Governor Guam did it, well, they'll say, well, public health will take care because they're the lead agency. They certainly could have also said, well, you know what, at that federal level, you know, we'll work to just say for the veterans specifically, a logistical problem, that could have been resolved. And it could have been that shipment through those Hawaii federal officials working with D.C. to get those vaccines that, uh, to the, specifically the veterans group here, yeah, those mm-hmm. that are, and, and, and like what Tom says, do it from CBOC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I, I'm not agree with all of you. Believe that or not, because because no. there's 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 no there's valid points on on all sides. Yeah, there, there's there's my, there's parts of it because uh, with my, my contention is yeah. the Veterans Administration has an agreement with the veterans community, right? Whether here or in the states, if they're in the if they're in the medical system, I'm talking about the medical system to take care of them. Yeah, and I this is just me personally. I think if they had the vaccines available in Hawaii, if they had them available. Mm-hmm. Which they did. Could they have shipped them, however they shipped them, to the Seabock Clinic and, or, and say, well, we're going to transship them to the hospital, the Navy hospital right next door, into their freezers. And then any veteran on Guam who uses a Seabock, if they want to, can go there and get the shots, mm-hmm. just like you get the flu shots. Mm-hmm. I've been in logistics. I worked for the United Nations 30 years. This is not that difficult. It's really not. If you have the vaccines. If you don't have the vaccines, you can't give what you don't have. Right. I, and I understand that. But, you know, we make promises. The government of the United States makes promises to the veterans community, makes promises to the people that enlist in the military. When things get bad and they can do it, they have an obligation to do those promises. And that's how I personally feel. Yep. All right, Fred, yep. y- anything else? Uh, well, you know, again, like I said, I agree with Tom in that. And, and uh, it's just, I mean, can't you, you can't say that a logistical problem of not having refrigeration capacity in Guam. Gee, we have 
we have military MOUs that could have been done. Mm-hmm. And just one one other thing, you know, you know the cemetery situation too, right? About the grant, every July you can apply for a grant for the expansion of the cemetery. Mm-hmm. The federal government, uh, the VA administration uh, for expansion grants hasn't listed uh, for the announcement that this July of every year you can apply for an expansion grant. Mm-hmm. They've never, and I want to see it in writing, if there's any threat against the island of Guam's asset office to say you have to prove that, a, that an inspection that was done back in 2018, correct, corrective action plan needs to be submitted first and will hope Guam will not be eligible to apply for a grant for expansion this July. I want to see that in writing. Uh, and I, I think the veterans and I tell you what, Fred, should be very uh, aware of that. Uh, hmm? t- Tim Muggins is supposed to be on the show in two weeks. And yeah. and and it's going to be talking about the different grant programs and the uh, the write up from the cemetery, which he said that all everything was supposed to be corrected by the end of this month. Yeah, could you ask Sean? Can you ask him? Say, can we see it in writing where a federal official told you don't bother to submit a grant on July for expansion grant because for you this have year, a 2018 discrepancy report that was way back. During Joseph and Augustine's time, because I've never had any, uh, you know, just just to let you know, through my whole time, I was at VA. Uh, they're always they're always saying every July now, every July, every year, uh, you can apply at all states and the territories have an opportunity to put in a grant. And if you pass that July deadline, then of course you're not gonna, you know, but you have to submit that grant. And they don't they don't put any conditions to it. They don't say, oh, you know. Two years ago, which was 2018, mm-hmm. you had a, you know, some discrepancies in an inspection, and because of that, you are ineligible to apply for that expansion grant. Hey, to me, Sean, if you can ask, can we see that in writing? Sure. Who is it? What's the yeah. name of that federal official from yeah. VA? And can, can I ask you a question, Fred? Yes, go ahead. As the previous administrator of the Guam Veterans Affairs Office, how yes. many times did you put in for that grant? Oh, no, no. Uh, we had actually, we had uh, someone who was, you know, and this was just communications. It was sent to the governor's office, uh, uh-huh. to the chief of staff, someone proposing to assist on that grant. And, of course, it got rejected. And that was a little bit on the uh, latter part of uh, 2019, which, uh, when, uh, uh, latter, uh, no, wait, actually the early part of uh, uh, February or March of 2019. Before July, you know, and we waited for the reply, and uh, and it and it didn't go through. Okay. So 2020 was the next July, but I retired in. I mean, I I, got, I resigned in June of 2020. Okay. So I, I, July, uh, this COVID, you can't apply for a grant during July of 2020 because uh, you know the COVID situation. All right. Yeah, I, I wrote down what you put down, and I will definitely uh, uh, bring that up with Tim Uggen when he comes onto the show. Yeah, to see it in writing. Yeah. Uh, that federal official saying Guam is uh, has been uh, um, told not that you you're not allowed to apply for that July uh, uh, you know uh, grant for a cemetery expansion. Okay. Okay. All right. Great. Thanks for the phone call, Fred. Thank you, Sean. Thank yeah. you, Fred. And we're going to take a quick break. Uh, this is Vet Talk on News Talk K57. We'll be right back. 
in Guam listens online and on K57KGUM. Big shout out. Thank you. To our brave women and men at Anderson Air Force Base and Big Navy U.S. Naval Base. They are listening to us on News Talk K57 on Guam. 570 AM, K57.com, BNCGuam.com, the K57 apps. And now on 96.5 FM. You're locked on to News Talk K57. Day. This is an important message from the Guam Department of Public Health and Social Services. Stopping a pandemic requires using all the tools we have available. Get COVID-19 vaccine when it's available to you. Wear a mask. Stay six feet away from others. Avoid crowds. Wash hands often. Stay home if you are sick and download the Guam COVID Alert app on Google Play or Apple App Store. These prevention measures offer the best protection from getting and spreading COVID-19. For more information, please call 311 or visit our website at dphss.guam.gov. Remember, prevention saves lives. For over 100 years, Carrier has been cooling the world, and for more than 30 years, Carrier has served the community and has made Guam their home. You can count on Carrier to be here for all your air conditioning needs for the years to come. Carrier offers Wi-Fi controllable split units that can be controlled from your smartphone from anywhere around the world. This bi-local message is brought to you by the Sorensen Media Group and Carrier Guam. Call your Carrier man today and make your home feel right. But thank you, Patty. Oh my gosh, are you kidding? Your That's show exactly. Really well, I'm glad that uh, then I'm so glad that it worked out for you. Did they print? I, I just wanted to call and thank you so much. Okay, so that... I'm hoping, Patty, that it won't happen. <laughs> Me too. I'm and hoping I thank to... you so much. Well, at least if it happens again, you know where to call. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much. All right, Virgie, take good okay. care. It's more than just breaking news and interviews. It's about helping people. On Mornings with Patty, right here on News Talk K57. Your talk, your station. KGUM AM Hagatya Guam is News Talk K57. I want to break free. Welcome back to Vet Talk on News Talk K57. My name is Sean Watson, a member of the VFW. Johnny, a two-light tight, no, 
Military Order, Purple Heart. Tom Devlin, Military Order, Purple Heart on Guam. And playing some good tunes, got Jana. Good evening. Yeah. You know, uh, we, we talked at the beginning of the last, uh, at the top of the hour after the break about how people should uh, listen to us while we're on break. Jana actually got to listen to that one. That was, oh, wow. Anyway, um, before I see the phone lines ringing, if you want to be a part, we, we have about 10 minutes left in the show. If you want to be a part of the show, our phone number is 477-5757. That's 477-5757. Uh, you know, it was funny. I was at work today. I actually said, you know what? I'm going to declare a COVID-free show tonight. Boy, did that not work out. Yeah, well. <clears throat> All right. You tried. I, I tried. I tried. For God, those of you God knows I tried. <laughs> for those of you interested, you can get COVID vaccine on YouTube now. Oh, Johnny. <laughs> what? <laughs> get it on YouTube. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, sticking, sticking with this uh, COVID, uh, there was a hearing, hearing on VA compensation and pension exams during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, that's then... Uh, a path forward, and this is dated March 23. Mm-hmm. I'm going to skip the whole uh, thanks for having us here. Uh, what this is talking about uh, is the diffi- uh, difficulties that uh, the VBA, that's uh, Veterans Benefit Administration, is having with uh, claim decisions, basically. Uh, some of this I'll have to read. Uh, see, VBA is facing significant challenges by limiting in-person exams to keep veterans and personnel safe while minimizing benefit claim processing delays and ensuring... Tom, I'm going to get you on this one. Thank ensuring you. claims are not prematurely denied due to missing or canceled in-person exams. Uh Everybody knows that I put my claim in mm-hmm. May of last year, mm-hmm. and I haven't heard nothing on that other than, yeah, we have it. Uh, all right. Uh, compensation program and processes. VBA compensation program provides tax-free monthly benefits to veterans who become sick or injured while in the military and to veterans. That's uh, the standard uh, letting Congress know what, they, what it's supposed to be doing. Right. Exams may have been done in person or remotely through telehealth or reviews of acceptable clinics, evidence, in-person medical exams, or conducted by to screen all body systems and either document normal findings or identify disab- disabilities that are found or suspect. Uh, I'm trying to find what I read a while ago. Uh, I thought there, Tom, I know you read this. I'm, I'm just going to ask you a quick question. Oh, please, go ahead. Is, is there a number of claims that were denied because of canceled exams? Yes. What was that number? Uh, I don't have the exact number. Give but me a, quite a few. Uh, I, I think that the gist of the whole thing oh, is... Oh, here it is. The OIG team examined and a, a statistical sample of 400 of approximately... 20,000 denied claims. Right. Uh, of the 400, da, da, ba, da. I'm trying to find the number here. Uh, high 84%. However, OIG team estimated that the number of claims prematurely or improperly denied 
based on canceled exams uh, appeared to decrease from a high of 84% during March to April to 48% uh, after the guidance of May 14, 2020. Let's see, uh, the exam inventory had increased during the review period. The percentage of errors appears to have continued to decrease following clear guidance. I, I disagree with that. I, I think it's still a real high number on number of claims that were denied because people can't get to an exam. You know, you're looking at me, you want me my I, comment? Yeah, I do want I your comment. I think basically, I think the whole thing is a lot of crap. There you That's go. That's what I think. And I'm being nice. I was going to use another word, but I won't. <laughs> I think the VA has got to step up to the plate. They have a lot of doctors. They have a lot of nurses. They have a lot of administrators. They pay them some damn good money, whether here or in the States. And they've got to start doing their job. And if they can't do their job, they have to start removing people. But it's at Washington, D.C. It's not the people that work in these facilities. The policies that we get are in Washington, D.C., and we've got to get better people in Washington, D.C. that check the policies and they have to improve what they're doing. And I know uh, prior to the pandemic, uh, a claim was normally decided uh, either favorably or denied completely uh, within three to four months. Average, average. Yeah, uh, my, my claim's been in for 10 months so right, far. Right. And I haven't been asked for a, an exam or anything else. No. So is that going to fall into the same category as, oh, well, they're in Guam, they can wait? Well, nothing surprises me. I'm not surprised. But I think we have, as veterans advocates, we have to push the envelope. You have to be fair, but you have to push them. Because government is very slow in doing anything right, anything right. And you have to push them. And We've had secretaries of Veterans Affairs that we've all met. They come here for the dog and pony show, and they tell us how good they are, how they're right. veterans, how they serve their country. And they either get fired, or they get transferred for whatever reason, and we know the reasons. We've actually had them in this room. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, just, it, it comes a point in time where you say enough is enough. And that's why the younger veterans are so frustrated, so angry. Mm -hmm. It's not that it's not they have pity, they're angry at the system. The system that promised them certain things sometimes doesn't work when they apply for those things. And it's not right. We did the same thing World War II veterans, Korean War veterans, mm -hmm. Vietnam veterans. They didn't want to see us. John knows that and I know that. Oh, you're a bunch of drug heads, you're a bunch of baby killers. We got labeled everything. Everything, everything. Yeah. And that was not the average veteran that came home after the war. Right. John, you comment on the what we were just talking about on the hearing. Nah, that's hearing. federal level. I'm local. I don't, I don't deal with that. That's that's out of my hat. Wow, that's a big broom you just had. Yeah, yeah, no, but sweet, the, sweet. You know, this, <laughs> the thing is, is is what's relative to Guam, and this suicidal awareness is coming up. We all got to be aware of it, and and hopefully Johnny and the Rainbow Group, Maria. You'll get a good showing on this this coming Friday because it's a serious effect on Guam, and and people don't realize it. Yeah, and uh, just to, to caveat, let's put that information out again. Uh, 
Got your 671 is hosting a, a wave this weekend from Chief Kapua Park. Kapua Park. To Adeloupe. To Ad, well, I know it's to Adeloupe. Uh, to Adeloupe this Friday from 430 to 530 uh, to raise awareness for suicide prevention. Amongst the veterans, mainly amongst the veterans. And this includes ladies, too. Our, our, our women that served honorably, they're coming home with problems. You know, I think uh, I, I think if uh, you're not a veteran and you come down there and show, show support and do a wave, I don't of think course. you'll be turned away. Not at all. Not at uh, all. Because every family on this island, I don't care what your name is, is affected by a active duty, retired, or career indebted veteran. Yeah. And uh, serving in our John, John Conception uh, mentioned that there will be T-shirts. I don't know what the quantity of T-shirts are, mm-hmm. so if you want a T-shirt, I'd get there early. Yeah. And I don't, I didn't even ask him where he's. I, I think he's gonna be set right up at uh, right at Chief Kapula, Kapula Park. Park. Yeah. All right, Ed, all right. Uh, one last thing I want to mention is uh, the rebroadcast of this show. This show is rebroadcast every Saturday from 10.30 in the morning to 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So if you missed a part or want to listen to another part of this, uh, be sure to tune in at 11.30 on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Tom, you have anything? Last words. Veterans, push the envelope. That's, That's short, sweet, to the point. Johnny. Push the broom. <laughs> <laughs> sweet, sweet. Sweet, sweet. Hey. Again, uh, I want to thank all of our callers for calling in today. Uh, you've really made this show. Uh, you, we put out a lot of great information. Uh, again, the suicide prevention hotline is 1-800-273-8255. Uh, just wanted to make sure that we got that out again. Uh, this is Vet Talk on News Talk K57. We have Johnny, Tom, and Jana in the booth with us. My name is Sean Watson. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Good night, night, boys. Good night. 570 AM KGUM Hagati Guam is News Talk K57.